Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Yo, 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 I'm back on the air with you again at 1.30. This is your host, Technicia, and welcome back to The Bright Side with Technicia. Well, we had a good show in the beginning. It was wonderful. Don't forget to check out her book, Amelie and Ali at Amazon.com, and it's by Emily Camille, which you will find her on Facebook, Emily Camille with two M's and two L's. Coming up next, we're going to get you women in gear who've been out of shape for the longest, trying to get yourself back into the business, or you're probably already in the business, but trying to find your grind and don't know how to actually get there yet. Well, with me, my guest will tell you how to get there, do it, and how to communicate your way into being empowering. So make sure you stay tuned. Do not touch that dial.
Well, there's no need to cry on this show because I'm always going to try to make you smile and bring your day, baby. That's what I do, the Bright Side with Technicia. But on the air with me is our life hacker and communication specialist. For you women who are trying to find your groove in this business out here, because it's a tough world, man, try to take over, but we women got to step up our game, and she's going to tell you how to do that, play the game right, baby. Her name is Lane Kennedy. Do call in at 347-426-3751, and the chat box will be open up just for you. Miss Lane, thank you for being on today. It's a pleasure. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here with you. Thank you. I see you're a woman of many talents, and and you're here to break the ice for a lot of us women who are in the business area or trying to break through because, of course, this a it's a booming business out there, but if you don't know how to play the game, you lose. You're going to lose very fast. <laughs> yes. Right. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to stop before you even get out there. What are some things that we women need to take in consideration when we're trying to get into the business, into entrepreneurship? I think you really have to think about, is it really, there's no quick overnight success. That's the, the, one of the biggest factors that I run into is that women hit this, you know, place in their life where they're frustrated, they're fed up, they've got total overwhelm. And they think, you know what, I'm going to do something on my own. I'm going to do it. I've got this great idea, and I'm going to go for it, which is fantastic. It's fantastic to have those great big ideas. But my, my big thing here is that you have to have a plan, and you have to know that it's not going to happen overnight. So one of the things that I do with a lot of my clients is make sure that they have, you know, some money put away in the bank. They have uh, – six months or, you know, 12 months that they know that is safeguard, that they just can't leap out there and start going on to entrepreneurship and expecting things to happen overnight. Right. And that's what my other guest who I had on previously, we were talking about that. And she self-published her own book. But, of course, with anything, when you're doing it on your own, it's work. It's not going to be, as I said before, it's not going to be bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. You actually have to put in yeah. your work if you, if you want it done. Yeah. And, mark, and marketing can be the hardest thing because there's so much out here, so much advertisement. And the question is what makes you different from the next person when you're going into business? Why is your product better than the next? So it's always competition proving yourself. And especially being a woman, it's hard because, of course, in most men, I, in their mindset, they still think of the caveman time. Our job is to cook and clean. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why do you need to be? Why do you need to be in this industry? So you have to come in. Basically, you have to come in with big balls. You, you kind of do. You have to know what you're going to be saying, what you're going to be doing. You have to really uh, have your message so clear that when you say it to somebody else, they know within 30 seconds that you mean business. Right, a lot of women I find kind of stumble with their message, and they're again they're super passionate about you know creating lemon bars, or they're super passionate about crunching numbers, but they're not super passionate about telling people about it, and that's what changes the game, is having the ability to be very clear and direct with what you're doing in the world 
and how efficiently you can do it to help others. And I think as soon as you start to let people know that, you know, let's take Susie with her lemon bars, that she has the best lemon bars and they're actually healthy because she speaks vegetables into them. You know, as soon as you get that really clear message, then Susie's going to start becoming successful. But if she just goes out there and says, yeah, I'm just making lemon bars, it's not very exciting. You know, there's a lot of people making lemon bars. But the fact that she came out and said, you know what, my lemon bars are the best because I actually squeeze in some squash and some zucchini in there and they're low in sugar, then she's getting more clarity on her message. She's starting to attract a certain type of person that she needs to sell her product to. Because the name of the game, I mean, it's been said over and over again. It's like you have to niche, then you niche it down again, niche it down a third time, and then niche it down a fourth. Those are going to be the people that you're going to want to talk to. The world is a big place, right? We're we're in a global world now. We don't have to, you know, just sell to our neighbors and our little community. I mean, I do. I have clients over in Australia. I have clients in Rome. I have I have clients all over the world. Right? This is no longer small, tiny, <laughs> working in my backyard. So, being able to be very specific with your message of what you're doing and how you're going to help someone is going to change your game. Okay, I need to definitely make sure I take those notes because I'm getting into <laughs> I, I'm getting into business myself, and I think I might be a little too nice. Oh, well, you could do this, you can make, and, and sometimes going to your family and friends don't always work, and I need to no. know how to still get my message out there without seeming like I'm nagging you or even being a pushover. But then you get mm-hmm. tired of hearing people, oh, well, I want to do this, but oh, this costs too much, and it's like, you know what? I don't feel like I'm talking to the right people sometimes, Lane, and it it frustrates me a little bit, but I don't want to give up. No, you can't give up. I mean, perseverance is a muscle that we have to use, right? right? We have to really keep working out. And so you don't want to go to your friends. You don't want to go to your family. I mean, yeah, you want to sell your first product to your friends and family, but you need that third and fourth customer, right? You really have to hit that third and fourth customer because when you hit that third and fourth customer, you know you have a viable business. You know that you can that other people are going to be interested. So you just have to keep looking and keep finding. And I think a lot of that has to do with really defining your message, really getting clear on what it is exactly that you're trying to do out in the world. How are you trying to help someone else? Right. Let, let me ask as a woman or of anyone, how do you just continue to keep trying even at that risk of public failure and humiliation? Because some people just want to give up after all that. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of people giving up. But if you know that you're here to serve the world in a bigger way, you don't have another choice. You know, if Susie, I just take Susie with her lemon bars, you know, she knows that her lemon bars are going to transform the way kids eat healthy snacks, then she has to keep on getting her message out there. She has no other choice. It's something that burns in her belly. She has to get it out. So she'll find other ways to uh, position herself. She will eventually start working with a coach. She'll get into working with uh, a mastermind or an accountability circle, right? So 
if you're at that place of not having another choice, then you find tools or people to help you refine and define your message because there's no giving up if you're here to serve and you have a message and a product that's going to help and change the world. Does that make sense? Right. It does. It do, it makes sense to me, and I hope it makes sense to others too. But see, sometimes, <laughs> well, well, sometimes in the back of my mind, because see, what I'm doing is a business that promotes health, and also you can make your money. But at the same time, I like the products because, well, for one, they taste good, and I think they work very well. I get full off of them. They're a meal replacement, and I can go mm-hmm. if I don't have enough time to cook. And trying to convince others on that, it's like, hmm, well, what are you getting out of it? Because I had one person, well, are you making anything? Are you making any money off of it? And I'm like, by the end of the day, it's not about that. Success comes from helping others to me. It's not always Mm -hmm. about trying to make the money because at the end of the day, money's going to come to you. If you're doing it in the correct way, it's going to come to you regardless. And it just feels like you get so many negative people and. I think that's what it is. I'm dealing with closed mind people. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really good point. Is that surrounding yourself with people who are playing their A game and people who believe in you, right? So right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be hanging out with people that are gonna be like, no, no, that's not a good idea, right? I'm gonna keep persevering. I'm gonna keep going towards that goal that I have. I'm going to say, you know what, again, I, get, I, keep, I have to go back to if I have a product or a service that is going to help somebody, and it's not about making money, but it's I'm simply going out to serve the world, people start paying attention. So if you think about this product that you're eating, uh, you don't have to convince anybody. You just start eating it, and you start changing your habits and the way you look and then all of a sudden, other people start to recognize that, and they notice it. And you're and you're just sharing in a general way, right? It's again, it's about being of service to others. Okay. And you're not pushing anything down there. You're not pushing anything down that you know their throat. You're just saying, hey, this is what I'm doing, and and they're going to see the results. You're either more calm, right. you're more co- you're more collective. You you've got your you know you got an extra little side money maybe, right? Then they'll be like, "Oh, look at that! She's got it going on. Maybe something. Maybe she's doing something right." Well, another gentleman told me he did the same thing. He said he didn't force it off on people. He was mm-hmm. just he just kept posting, and eventually someone contacted him and said, "Hey, I've been watching, looking at your post, even though I never actually comment, but I'm interested, and that's actually what I do." I just, I post. I'm not forcing you see me with my product. They say, oh, what is this? I sell them. Oh, this is such and such. Oh, and I drink mm-hmm. this all the time. You know, if if you're interested, you're interested. If not, hey, I'm not pushing off on you. I'm just saying, you know, this is what I actually do. And, mm-hmm. and we'll go mm-hmm. from there. Because that's about in the end of the day, that's how I want, it. I want it to be. I don't want you thinking I'm going to push over. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of what where the world is at right now. There's a lot of experience help happening where we just yeah. want other people's experience, you know. And if we have a product or a service that is going to help others, then you know, why not listen? Why, why not just be there with them? 
Now, as far as it goes with you, um, Lane, because we have we we really have weaned away from communication. Really, I mean, communication now follows through with text messaging. We get on Facebook so quickly and and post something up, but we're not actually communicating with our mouth anymore. We're not doing face to face. Is this still yeah. should still still still? Let me ask it. Should it still be a main factor in our world today? We need do we need to get back to those old habits of talking face to face? Okay. I just, you know, I don't want to rant about this, but I'm going to have to rant a little bit because I am all about eyeball-to-eyeball communication. You know, I feel like part of our problems or issues right now with this constant overwhelm and stress that a lot of women have, I mean, I, you know, my clients are women predominantly, and, you know, the number one thing they come to me for is the overwhelm and stress. I just can't get out from underneath it. I feel guilty when my kids aren't, you know, I'm not doing this. And what I say to them is that you got to put away the technology and start having mm-hmm. real conversations. You got to have the real conversations with people because there are so many subtleties, so many subtleties that we miss from an email or text message. So our mm-hmm. communication yeah. is really, our communication is like, all body language and tone and eye movement. You know, if you look at it, actual um, words only account for like eight or nine percent. So that, and now we've now we've cut out like now we're just down to the words. So now we're only getting eight or nine percent of our communication effective communication. Think about that. That's heavy duty. So people, of course, are going to become stressed overwhelmed because they can't understand it right there's nothing behind it because we are i mean evolution like our bodies right this is how this is what we know and now here comes along technology and it's completely disruptive to us We've, we're losing that ability to make informed decisions based on our true ability to communicate which is through body language eye movement tone of voice so I'm all in favor of getting back to you know making a phone call getting in you know having coffee dates lunch dates talking to our people our friends our family not texting them that is so true I remember I could I used to remember at least five or six phone numbers and now I'm probably have I'm going to say I I have become lazy. Like, I don't remember numbers like I used to. Of course, I can remember my job and my husband number, but actually remember more than two. That's not happening. We're so used to putting everything, storing it into our phones now, storing appointments in our phone, pictures. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me put your mm-hmm. birthday in my phone. Everything is stored into mm-hmm. these phones. And one day, I think it's going to probably happen, it's going to be a big old electricity problem. All the phones going to be shut off, then what are you going to do? Now, I have actually... Well, my phone actually was turned off, so it felt kind of weird. I was like, "Oh God, my phone's turned off," and it's like, "Oh, I can't, I can't see who's texting me." So, but it kind of helps because first of all, I'm uh-huh. not, I'm not big on actually texting. I get people who actually text me, "Oh, I have a, why don't you be on this social media?" Because I'm, I'm not big like that on always texting and being on all this tango and stuff every five minutes, and I, mm-hmm. I can't do it. 
Like some people live for that. I have friends who live for Facebook. They can't or yeah. Instagram. They got to be on every five minutes. You're like, oh my god, are you, you seriously? Are you posting another picture? Like, get on Facebook. You're in the hospital mm-hmm. and you're still posting. Like, it really. <laughs> I'm not lying. Like, my friend was actually in the hospital and you you still posting. Like, but you're in the hospital bed. Why are you posting? <laughs> I don't want to see you in the hospital bed. Like, it really is addictive. People live with their phones. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, some people might not be as good. There, that is their way of communicating, texting. So, how can you gain more confidence in communicating? Because once a point of my time, I didn't like to communicate because I know I have a, I have a strong southern draw when I talk to people, and I find people love that about my voice. But when I speak, I don't always pronounce things correctly, so it wings me away. Well, practice. Right. Right? I mean, it just comes back to practicing. It's that simple. I mean, I, I work with a lot of women uh, that we do one-on-ones with, how do I gain confidence? How do I walk into a room? And we just practice. Because once we do it, we gain a little more confidence. The, sec- the second time we do it, oh, then we have twice as much confidence. The third time we do it, it's like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's just this idea of practicing and saying, what? I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. So it's a little bit of mindset work as well. And a lot of people yes. don't like that word mindset. But let's get real. It is your mindset. It is the way that it you is. think about yourself. It is the way that you see yourself in the world. And if you see yourself as a failure – by God, you're going to be a failure. Why? So it's having this, this, again, putting yourself around really good people, uh, working with a mentor or a coach who can keep you on track to keep your beliefs set straight. Because our Why? minds, I mean, our minds go crazy. I mean, let's just face it. Our minds are programmed to, like, destroy us. <laughs> like, you know, that ego gets in there and it's either, you know, I'm the best thing ever or I'm the, the loser in the corner. So I have to constantly reprogram my mind to just be, you know, one among many. And I'm just as good as everyone else. I'm not better. I'm not less than. I'm right there with everyone else. So it's my mindset of saying we're all in this together and we're all the same. So what I have to say is important. What you have to say is important. What he has to say is important. Right. So practicing that. And keeping your mindset, you know, practicing the mind tools or mind practice will get you right. clear and confident with your communication. It sure will, and that's what I had to do. I had to practice. I even read old fables so I can get the pronunciation and pronunciation of my words right. Because confidence, it has a, a big impact on how we enjoy our life. Like you said, if you feel mm-hmm. that you're a failure, then that's how you're going to see your life. Oh, I fail at everything. Mm-hmm. But you have to speak those positive affirmations into your life, and that's what a lot of people fail to do. I need to even start mm-hmm. doing that more. Speak those positive information that we exercise. Many of you probably exercise, but inner sight is very important because that mind is a powerful thing. And, and I know mm-hmm. you know that for a fact yourself, Lane, being in the big business yourself and 
bringing up a, going yeah. from a small-time company and building up, which I really commend you on, being a woman yourself mm-hmm. doing that. That's Thank excellent. You. Oh, you're Thank so you. welcome. I, that's why I said I got to have Lane on because she's a powerful woman. <laughs> we women, we women are actually... We women are actually taking over. We're just not being noticed as much out here in this industry. That's right. But we're actually doing things. We're sneaking up under your noses, guys, and you don't even see it. <laughs> but um, is there is there really an art to communication and gaining instant rappers? So I think there is. The, the quickest thing that you could do with somebody when you meet them, and I, I love this, is that you simply connect with their eyes and then inquire about them. Ask them three questions and listen. And I guarantee you, when you do that, you will gain a fan. Because most people are set up to, you know, they, they're just, they don't even know what they're talking about. They're just blah, 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 blah. But the moment that they start talking about themselves, because they're asked by you, they're like, wow, somebody's interested in me. This is great. And that gains instant rapport with another person. And, you know, it doesn't, again, it can happen within three minutes, two minutes. Mm -hmm. Happens quickly. But that eye contact is key. And making sure that you have open body language, you know, not having your arms crossed, standing there, point your toes towards them. Real simple stuff. What? Just the, just the basics. And I think I know that well by also being a server. We have to mm-hmm. communicate. You have to yeah. listen. And I, I listen very well. The main, the main thing I always get commended on is, people's name because I can remember your name. It could be five or seven people in a group and I'll remember the whole group and I always get commended. Oh, you remember names well and I always tell them it's nothing I can't remember. I can remember your drink orders. I can remember your food orders. No matter how many times my managers might tell me to use that paper and pen and I refuse every time. Lane, I'll be like, I don't want that paper and pen. You keep that. Because I don't like, I'll write down when I have to write down, but I like to always remember things and that's what I'm known uh-huh. And good at I can remember orders and remember names, so I take that and I I like to always test my brain because hey, it it don't take long for this to start going bad when you get up That's in right. age sometimes. So I like to use That's it right. as much as I can. Right. That's right. But um, you have to. Lane, what other advice may you have for people who feel that? If they say or do something, it might affect their confidence because I always say, so what. Who cares? Do it anyway. You know, I'm a big fan of that as well. I'm just do it anyways. Just do it anyways. Right. Because what do you, you have to lose? Fail time. Right. Yeah, you and if and if you to... fail, then you just right. get back up. It's not the end of the world, right? At least you tried. I mean, I think that failing failing is really not trying. If you don't try, then if, yeah, you fail big time. Like, if well, you're not going to put yourself out there, then you're failing. And life is too short, especially if you have kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is, and I do have children. It is, <laughs> and I, I think that you have just given that, that great advice on it, um, Lane. 
are are there any more tips or advice you want to give people on just communicating better and just having more confidence? Well, I think the other really great that I'll leave everybody with is to read more. Okay. Read. I really, I feel like, you know, people are like, oh, I don't have time to do that. But Uh. our minds need to stretch. If you could read a book a month, think about how your world would change. Think about if you were to read 12 books a year, how your world would change. The knowledge that you would have, the new vocabulary words, Mm -hmm. the perspective, perspective on the world would change, which brings confidence which brings the ability to communicate more effectively on topics that are interesting or exciting. So you could read, you know, a fiction book, a nonfiction, you could work, you know, self-help books, but you start increasing your vocabulary and you start increasing your ability to speak more confidently with this new Mm -hmm. knowledge that you are doing on your terms, right? right? Reading can happen. You could do five minutes on the bus. You could do five minutes before bedtime, five minutes in the morning. It doesn't have to be, i got to read this whole book. You know, i got to sit down for two hours and read it. Right. I told my daughter the same thing because I have twin girls. They're nine years of age, and I told her the same thing about reading because, because mm-hmm. she mentioned to me, she said, Mommy, this is a chapter book. She never read a chapter book um, mm. as far as I know. And she, I said, well, you know what? Mommy is preparing you because I don't know if you're going to be doing it in this grade or – Maybe in the fifth grade, I think she'll start reading the chapter books. But I said, I'm preparing you. You're always going to be a step ahead. And I said, there's nothing wrong. Uh-huh. And I also mentioned that to her, too. You do not have to read the whole book. Pause. Take a break because it's going to overwhelm your yep. brain, especially at nine years old. Who's going to remember everything that you read in it? <laughs> I, I always prepare them. But I, think, I yeah. think just getting back to the basics of what you said, let's be mindful of our Body language, because that's the main thing. When I'm at work, I don't stand with my arms folded because that lets the guests know, oh, she don't want to be bothered. You're always yep. going to be open. Step into that room. Don't be afraid to speak because what you probably mm-hmm. have to say is just as important as what someone else probably was thinking just didn't want to say it. So just be mm-hmm. cautious of what you have to do. Go in, exhale, inhale, do your breathing exercises, and go on with that big old smile. And be ready to meet as many people as possible because this world is full of it. And if you hold yourself back, then, hey, that's on you. But don't blame anyone Mm -hmm. else if you didn't do what you had to do and you failed at it. Blame only yourself. But, Lane, let us know where we can find you if we want to be able to get some more from you. Sure. Uh, Everyone can find me at thegamechangerssociety.com. I have a great resource up there for you all. And, uh, you know, you could always find me, Lane Kennedy, on Twitter, because uh, I do hang out on Twitter. That's my one social platform <laughs> that I'm on. But thegamechangerssociety.com the, yeah, the is where you can find me. Yes. And you can also, if you're into um, Pinterest, you can find her on there. All her shows are <laughs> are on there. So the the I mean she's she's interviewing people who are on the same level like her. This is all about us, and we're definitely trying to make sure we connect with you, ladies, because this is a game changing world, and we have to be 
fierce. We That's got right. to go in hard like the guys. But, Lane, thank you mm-hmm. so much for coming on to the show. I appreciate it and hope to do more with you. Yes, thank you so much for having me, and I hope everyone else has a great day. Thanks for listening. You too. You have a blessed weekend as well. And as my friend Mary Ellen said, for the truth of the day is this, openly with the people you care for. That means you have to actually communicate today, people, so use your words wisely. Expressing your adoration for others openly ensures they never have to question how you feel. Many people are hesitant to articulate their emotions due to a fear they will become vulnerable or mocked. However, it is our strong connections with others that make each of us stronger, giving our life meaningful experiences. Affection is an important part of all intimate relationships. It ensures that your emotions and intentions are clear. A simple statement from the heart can draw two people together and inspire great devotion. Today, feel secure and share your feelings openly. Enjoy the day and have lots of fun this weekend, creating meaningful experiences and expressing your feelings of adoration. And I will see you very soon. God bless. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com. 